Well, good morning to everyone. If you would open your Bibles with me to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Before we begin, let's bow before our Lord, seek his blessing. Our Father, we humbly bow in thy presence, daring only come into your thrice holy presence in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ, pleading his obedience as our only righteousness, pleading his blood as only cleansing that we have for our sins. And Father, we come this morning seeking a blessing from Thee. Father, how we pray that You'd speak to us through Your Word this morning. Father, that You would be our teacher. That You would enable each heart here this morning, by Your grace, to to hear You speak through Your Word and be pointed to the Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, that You'd be pleased in Your mercy to cause everything that we hear to be mixed with faith. Enable us to hear not just doctrines and religious ideas, even correct religion. But Father, let us hear of Christ. Trust Him and believe on Him. Let His name be glorified, we pray. Well, we pray for ourselves in this class. We pray especially for our children's classes. Father, that you would bless in a mighty and special way. We're so thankful for all these little ones that you've given to us. And Father, I beg of you that you'd use these times in in their classes to teach them the scriptures, which are able to make them wise unto salvation, that you'd plant the seeds of faith in their hearts. Bless them, Father, we pray. And we pray for your people everywhere, wherever they meet today, Father, we beg of you that you'd bless your word in this dark, dark, dark day in which we live. Father, we pray you'd reveal your glory, the glory, of your son. All these things we ask in that precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. For his sake and his glory we pray. Amen. All right, I've titled our lesson this morning, Walk as Children of Light. Our lesson begins, the text begins in verse 7. Paul says, Now be not ye therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light. Now are you light in the Lord, walk as children of light. Now all of us are born in darkness. That word darkness there means the ignorance of unbelief. We're born in in unbelief because we're ignorant. We're in darkness, we're ignorant, we can't see. We can't see God, we can't see ourselves, We, we can't see anything. And in our darkness, the ignorance of unbelief, we're still religious, but we walk away from God. By nature instead of toward God. We hear the truth of the gospel, but we're in darkness, so we stumble over it. We even hate it. Hear the gospel of Christ, how God saves sinners, how God's merciful to sinners. And because we're in darkness, we hate it. We're in darkness, the darkness of unbelief. It's thick Egyptian darkness. You just, I mean, spiritually speaking, we can't see our hand in front of our face. Look at uh, John chapter 11. You know, the reason the natural man does not love Christ and does not believe Christ is because we can't see him. That's the reason we can't see him because we're in darkness. John 11, verse 9. Jesus answered, Are there 
Not twelve hours in the day. If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there's no light in him. You notice the Lord didn't say there's no light around him. He said there's no light in him. That's our nature. Our nature, that what is in us is darkness. There's no light in us. We're dead in trespasses and sin. Now that's how every one of us came into this world. But Paul here is talking to believers. He said, you were in darkness, but now are you light in the Lord? And that word light, it doesn't just mean a illuminating glow. That word actually means the truth and its knowledge. The truth and its knowledge that God is light. That's what the word means. So being light, that means we know God. We know God. We see God because we see in the light of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why Christ came into this dark world. He came to give his people light. He came to give them faith and knowledge because they see him. They see him in the truth. Remember when Simeon held that eight-day-old baby and what he said about that baby is this baby's come to lighten the Gentiles. He's come to give light to the worst of sinners. And Simeon also said, now let thy servant depart in peace. Mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Now how did he see his salvation in that baby boy? The light of Christ. God gave him light. That's how he saw. And the same way if you and I see, we believe on Christ, we see him in the very same light with the very same God-given faith. And when God the Holy Spirit gives you light, now you see. You see what you couldn't see before. You may have heard the gospel for, for many, many years. I can say that was me. Heard the gospel for many, 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 many years. And suddenly, oh, I see. I see. I understand. It was there all along. The truth of Christ was there all along. Christ was there all along. The gospel message was there all along. But I couldn't see because I was in darkness. And God gave light. Now I see. Now I understand. <laughs> Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4. You know, in the light of Christ, now we see the truth. We see the truth of who we are. Now, only in the light of Christ can we see how sinful we are. Only in his light. Without the light of Christ, we think we're pretty good. The only way we see ourselves is sinful. I, I, not just everybody else is a sinner. God be merciful to me, the sinner. The only way I can say that and mean it is in the light of Christ. The only way we can see the truth of who God is, how God saves sinners, how God is holy and just at the same time is in the light of Christ. And God's got to give us that light. If you're a believer, you know this. You used to be in darkness and now you're in light. And the reason you're light now is God commanded the light to shine. Look here at 2 Corinthians 4 verse 6. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now when God said on the first day of creation, let there be light, he was speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ, the light of the world. And God uses that same creative power. He said, let there be light. And there was light. 
It was subtle. First day of creation. God uses that same creative, sovereign power to say, let there be light in the hearts of his people. And when God says it, there's light. Now I see. And the only way that we can see any spiritual truth is if God causes the light, Christ, the light of the world, to shine in our hearts. And when God does that, that's how we become a child of light. If you're a child of light, it's because God spoke in your heart and said, let there be light. That's why you're a child of light. All right. That's how a sinner, child of darkness, becomes a child of light. It's by God's sovereign power. So now Paul tells us, God's made you a children of light. Now walk as a child of light. Conduct yourself as a child of light. Now what on earth does that mean? What on earth does that mean? It probably does not mean what you, what you might think. I, I guarantee it doesn't mean what the natural man thinks. How is it that I can walk as a child of light? Well, I have three ways from our text I believe will be helpful to us. Now, walk as a child of light. Number one, by conducting yourself as a person who is a sinner. Now, here we all sit in our Sunday finest. We've all got up and brushed our teeth and combed our hair and put on some deodorant and, you know, put on some nice clothes, make ourselves look as, you know, this is about as good as we're going to look all week, isn't it? And this is a faithful group of people. And I'm thankful for that. I mean, you know, we we ought to be faithful. If God saved us by his grace, if God's been merciful to us and called us out of darkness in his marvelous light, we ought to be faithful, shouldn't we? We ought to be faithful to be where he's preached. We ought to be faithful to the worship service. And this is a faithful group of people, and I'm thankful for it. I mean, I just know. I already know who's going to be here on Sunday, who's going to be here on Wednesday. If somebody's missing, I know something's wrong. I mean, just... I, Because you're so faithful. But let's never forget this. That faithfulness is not our salvation. It could be the evidence of it, but it's not our salvation. Let's never forget this. We're just as sinful right now as the day we were conceived in our mother's womb. Just as sinful. By nature, we're just as vile and just as sinful as we ever were before God called us by his grace. We're just as vile and just as sinful as as the worst criminal on earth today. Now, God has saved us. And I'm speaking here to believers, and many of you are. God has saved us. He saved us by his grace. But that doesn't make us better than anybody else. It doesn't make us better than anybody else at all. Now, by God's grace, we're better off. I mean, we're much better off being delivered from condemnation and being delivered from God's wrath, aren't we? We're much better off. We're far better off to know God. We're far better off to to be trusting on Christ. We're far better off. But our nature is just as depraved as it ever was. Let's never forget that now. And if I remember, I conduct myself, now by nature I'm a sinner, I'll conduct myself knowing this, the only way I see the only way I see the gospel and believe it, the only way I see Christ and his word and believe it is because God gave me light. God gave me light. The only reason I have any idea that I'm a sinner is God showed me myself in the light of the Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that what Job said? 
Job said, I've heard of you by the hearing of the ear. He said, now mine eye seeth thee. Now I have light. Now I see you. Wherefore? Because I see God, I abhor myself. And every believer can say the same thing along with our, our brother Job. Walking as a child of light means conducting myself in such a way that people don't get the idea that I think I'm better than them. That I'm on a higher spiritual plane or, you know, somehow I'm better than them. Walking as a child of light certainly means I don't give the, somebody the impression I'm holier than thou. Our Lord condemned that, didn't he? Now I've not moved. Even the oldest believer will say that. I have not moved past being a sinner. I'm a sinner that needs forgiveness. I'm a sinner that needs mercy. I'm a sinner that needs grace from God continually. That's walking as a child of light. All right, number two, we walk as a child of light by conducting ourselves as a person who's dependent, who's dependent on Christ for everything. Now, if I'm a dead sinner, if I was, I'm born a dead sinner, I'm born dead in trespasses and sins. That's the only way I, I, I could come into this world. I was conceived from dead sinful sin or dead sinful seed. It can only produce a dead, dead sinful man. That's all it can produce. Then it should be obvious to me, if God's taught me I'm dead, I need Christ to do all of the saving for me. All of it. I need him to give me life. I need Christ to do all of the saving and I need Christ to be all of my salvation. I need, I'm dead. I need Christ to be my life. Not just give me life. I need Christ to be my life. Just like the, the branch has its life from the vine, I can only get my life from Christ. I need him to be my life. In verse nine in our text, Paul says, for the fruit of the spirit, he said, now walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Now Paul says the fruit of the Spirit is goodness. And that word has two meanings. It means kindness, goodness, and kindness. But it also means uprightness of heart. Uprightness of heart. Now I've already showed this. I'm a sinful man. I have a nature that can't do anything but sin. I can't be kind to people. Now, I might be able to fake some kindness, right? If, if somebody, I think, you know, if, if they can do something for me, you know, I can fake some kindness. But I can't truly be kind to somebody else. Because I've got a nature that only loves me. <laughs> the only way I can be kind is it's going to benefit me in some way. Because I only love myself. That's my nature. Now, I know it's Adam's nature, but it's my nature, isn't it? It's my nature. And I have a nature that can't do anything but sin, so I certainly can't have uprightness of heart. If all I can do is sin, I can't produce uprightness of heart, can I? My heart is fallen in sin. It's fallen. Then it can't be upright. That makes sense, doesn't it? If my heart's fallen, it, it can't be upright. Then how can a sinful man, a sinful woman, Walk as a child of light. Walk in this fruit of goodness. Well, the only way any of us can have any goodness is in Christ. He's the only one who's good. Isn't that what he said? The only one who's good is God. He is my goodness. Walking as a child of light means conducting myself 
So I, do, I give off the impression I live in complete dependence on Christ. God's never going to accept my goodness. He's never going to accept my kindness. He's never going to accept my uprightness. But he accepts Christ. I know that. I do know that the Father accepts Christ. Then I should conduct myself like I'm depending on Christ. Like I'm depending on him to be my goodness. Not like I'm depending on, on my rags of righteousness. Next, Paul says the fruit of the Spirit is righteousness. I look this up and it doesn't mean this word righteousness. It doesn't mean to act righteous. Here's what the word means. It means the doctrine concerning the way in which a man may attain being approved of God. It's the doctrine that teaches us how can a son of Adam attain being approved of God. It means this word, it doesn't mean act righteous, act moral. It means understanding how it is that God makes sinners righteous. That's what the word means. Now the doctrine, the teaching of righteousness is this. Christ is our righteousness. He is our right. He earned it by his obedience to the law and he personally is our righteousness. And a believer receives that righteousness by God-given faith, by trusting Christ is all I need. The only righteousness that I need is Christ. It's not by my works of the law. I don't add anything to it. I don't add anything to what Christ did. It's trusting Christ and Christ alone. That's the doctrine of righteousness. How God makes a sinner righteous. It's the teaching of this whole book. The whole book is written to teach us that. Sinners are made righteous by Christ's obedience to the law. Not ours. Not ours. A sinner can only be made righteous by trusting Christ. That's the doctrine of righteousness. Now, walking as a child of light means that I conduct myself like I'm dependent on Christ, like I'm dependent on him to be my righteousness. I can't add anything to Christ. Now, certainly, the believer tries not to live in open sin. I mean, we try not to let that bust out. We try not to act on those things. We try not to because we love our Heavenly Father. We try not to let those things, you know, act on those things. But that's not my righteousness. Say I can contain myself and, and not sin outwardly and do what my heart wants to do. Well, that, that's not going to make God bless me. That's not going to make me more righteous than if I did whatever, you know, sin. I can't make myself more righteous than I am in Christ alone. I can't, I, it can't be done. And if I try to add to it by my works, I've ruined it. That's walking as a child of the light. If I'm walking as a child of light, I never give somebody this impression. I hate this. Oh, I hate this. Somebody acts like they've been blessed. And usually they're talking about material, physical, you know, financial things. That God's blessed them because they did something right. Because they followed God's way. They, they followed God's way better than, than me so or somebody else. You know, and that's why God's blessed them. Uh, that, that's kind of like fake humility, isn't it? God hadn't blessed me because of what I've done. God hadn't blessed me because I followed God, God's ways. God's blessed me because of his undeserved grace. Period. That's why, that's why God blesses his people. 
because of his undeserved grace. Now, I want to follow God's ways. God's, God's laid out his ways before us. I want to follow those ways, but because I love my father, not because I want to get something from him. Now, there's a great big difference there. If my motivation is do something to get something from God, that's a totally different thing than following him and worshiping him because I love him. I'm thankful. Great big difference. Walking as a child of light is following our Lord's way simply because we love him. That's out of thanksgiving. Next, Paul says the fruit of the Spirit is truth. And that word means, it doesn't just mean true statements like two plus two is four. That's true, but it's not the truth. The fruit of the Spirit is truth. And that word means things that are true pertaining to God. It's things that are true pertaining to God. Now this is something that's true relating to God. I'm born in darkness. I'm born in darkness. I don't know God and I don't believe God. And the only way I can know the truth is by Christ, the light of the world. Christ who is the truth. Here's when I'll know the truth. The truth pertaining to God. When Christ is revealed to me. When he's revealed. Christ can be preached to you a long time before he's ever revealed to you. But when Christ is revealed to you, you'll have light. John 1 verse 17 says that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. It didn't say grace and truth was given by Christ. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. <laughs> and the only way I can know that truth, the truth that pertained to God, when Christ comes to me, that's when I'll know the truth pertaining to God. When our Lord said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, it's the same word, truth, that Paul uses here in the book of Ephesians. I am the truth. Here's the truth is pertaining to God. No man cometh to the Father but by me. If we come to the Father in Christ, we'll always be accepted. Always. Christ is the only way to know the truth that pertains to God, who God is, and how God saves sinners. Now, walking as a child of light means conducting myself so that somebody doesn't get the impression that I'm a know-it-all. I mean, don't you hate a religious know-it-all? I mean, they got an answer for everything. And typically, they don't know what you're talking about. Walking as a child of light means I'm not a know-it-all. I'm walking depending on Christ. I'm depending on the Spirit to reveal Christ to me. It's the only way I can know God. Walking as a child of light means that I conduct myself this way. I always need to be taught. I always need to be taught more of Christ. I always need to be taught more by the preaching of Christ. I'm not always trying to, to, to be the, the preacher. I need to be a learner. I need to be taught of God. That's walking as a child of light. Walking in the truth. And when God gives us saving faith, this matter of knowing the truth, that's not just, just blind faith. Because look what Paul says in verse 10. Proving what is acceptable under the Lord. Now that word proving means to examine and to recognize. A believer can say, I've examined these things. God's revealed them to me by spirit. But now I, I examine these things. I examine these things of salvation, how it is God saves sinners. 
I examined this thing of righteousness and forgiveness. I've examined this thing of eternal life and I see it's all Christ. I've examined these things by the word of God, comparing scripture with scripture. And by God's grace and by God's light, I recognize these things to be true. I mean, what I believe in is what I know to be true. God's taught those things to me from his word. So walking as a child of light means that I conduct myself so that people know the only reason I know what I know, the only reason I believe what I believe is the grace of God. He revealed it to me. He taught me. I didn't deserve it. Everything I have is by God's grace. That's true physically, materially, and it's certainly true spiritually. I did not figure this thing out on my own. Salvation is by the revelation of Christ. When God says, let there be light, it's the revelation of Christ. That's walking as a child of light. And then thirdly, walking as a child of light is to conduct yourself like a person that has two natures. Look at verse 11. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it's a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Now every believer has two natures. We have an old man that can do nothing but sin. And we have a new man that can never sin that can only do holiness and righteousness. Now, when God saves a sinner, he leaves that dead nature of the flesh alone. He doesn't change it into into living flesh or flesh that's got some sort of spiritual understanding. God leaves that old dead flesh alone. So the believer still has to carry around with us that old dead nature that loves sin, that loves sin. And I tell you the sin... I thought about this a lot this week. I'm sure this is a true statement. The sin that our flesh loves the most is self-righteousness. That's the sin that made that our flesh loves the most. Well, if you're a believer, you got a new man in you too, don't you? Now that new man knows better than self-righteousness. He knows better than that. And that new man is going to fight against the desires of that old man. That new man just refuses to trust anything other than Christ alone. He can't do anything else because that's his nature. Now, Paul says you've got these two natures in you. Don't have fellowship with those works of darkness. You know what those works of darkness are? Self-righteousness. It's works we do in darkness thinking God's going to be happy with me because I've done that. He said, I don't have fellowship with that. Those works of darkness can only produce death. They can never produce life. He says, don't have fellowship with them. Just refuse that old man. Just He's going to constantly get you trust in your flesh and just constantly refuse. Every time he gets you to try to trust yourself and, and do something and think, you know, oh, if you do this, God will bless you. If you do this, God will be more you know, happy with you. Just resist that. Fight against that and look. keep looking to Christ alone. Don't have any fellowship with that. 
You know, certainly all those different sins that we looked at last week, fornication and uncleanness and covetousness, filthiness and foolish talking and jesting, certainly don't have fellowship with those either. I mean, I know the old man loves those sins too, but now I tell you primarily what Paul's talking about here is this matter of self-righteousness. Don't have fellowship with it. Any more than you want to have fellowship with any of those other sins. Don't give in to them. Paul says, reprove them. Reprove them. And that word reprove means to find fault with and to correct. I want you to listen to me very, 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 very closely here. This is a huge key to walking as a child of light. Very important. Paul says, reprove them. Now you reprove them in yourself. Find fault with yourself. Correct your own sinful attitudes and your own sinful actions, not others. This is not telling us go around and reprove each other. I find fault with what you're doing and here's how you can correct it. You come to me and say, well, you know, okay, I, I see the same thing in you. you. That's not what Paul's saying at all. Being a judgmental Pharisee, which wouldn't that be what that is? If we go reprove each other, I find fault with your sin. Here's how you can correct it. That's being a Pharisee, isn't it? What did our Lord call the Pharisees? He didn't call them children of light. He said, you're of your father, the devil. So I don't want to walk like that. I want to reprove my own wicked, sinful attitudes and sin and sinful actions. It's my own. Walking as a child of light, it's not sleepwalking through this world. I mean, how we conduct ourselves in the world is important. It's not sleepwalking through a worship service. I know we all do that, but oh, I hate that. I hate that myself. I sleepwalk through a worship service. God's woke you up. God's given you light. He's given you life. Now, don't sleepwalk like your life doesn't matter. Walk wisely, Paul says. God's given you light, so don't stumble over the truth. God's giving you light to see. Don't, don't stumble over it. And be diligent about this thing. The word circumspectly, Paul uses there in verse 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools. That means diligently. Here's walking as a child of light. Conduct yourself diligently seeking Christ. Diligently seek, diligently depending on him. Diligently working to rest. Diligently working to rest in Christ. That's walking as a child of light. All right. Well, I hope God bless that to you.